Welcome to podcast 166 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we'll have some save updates. We'll talk about the latest announcements, and of course, there will be a quiz too. But before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Mr. Dupe, hello, sir. Back you first again. Back first timers, mate. Yeah. This is where I've peaked. I think this is where I just walk away. I put my headphones on the desk and just walk into the sunset, Matt. It's great to be back, mate. Long time no speak, sir. You, you do have a, a pizza on order, so that's that probably uh, happening later on anyway. So. It's a vegan, health, healthy pizza. Is it Get fuck? Out. Is it fuck? To give him his due, he did have a healthy kebab the other night because the shop was shut. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, Joe. I had two healthy kebabs. <laughs> was that a uh, mixed, yeah. mixed kebab? That's, no, that's what I wouldn't believe. Or was that Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Smash kebabs. Basically, smash kebabs, mate. That's um, that's what childbirth does to us. Just put it that way. Yikes. My, and, my friend uh, once said, actually, he said, childbirth, he said, to put it bluntly, it's like watching your favourite pub burn down. That's <laughs> <laughs> too early for laughing. <laughs> well, Joseph, uh, it's absolutely fantastic to have you back. Hello. Well... Much like the pubs, you can't go in them either. But um, yeah, it's nice to be back with you guys. Early <laughs> for this. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, rounding us off is Mr. Azipardi. Hello, sir. Hello, folks. Uh, good to see you back, Joe. And obviously, Dupe as well. Oh, yeah. And I you, Matt. My back. Sorry. I was going to yeah. say, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. The eternal laughter Sorry. that I am. <laughs> New day for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I did say save updates from the outset, but we don't really have a lot <laughs> because uh, let's peel the Kermat because of the streamer showdown pretty much taking up our entire lives for the rest of this week. Uh, we're recording these much earlier than we usually would, and so I think Dupe's the only one that's actually played anything, and Dave's already finished his save, and me and Joe have, well, played nothing. So, uh, Dupe, uh, if you want to give us an update on what you've done with Palermo since we last spoke about three days ago, by all means do. <laughs> played a game out, we lost. Um, we drew a game. We need to win the next game. Nice to see you, mate. Thanks for that. Fantastic. Well, your, your pizza is looming ever nearer. So <laughs> no, I guess no, no, it's, that's not the reason why. Express version. <laughs> no, it was not. It's actually Domino's, not Pizza Express. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You said the express version. Crikey, you got to get up early for me. Uh, no, very, very quickly, we are in the Champions League knockout. We have to, we drew nil-nil with Arsenal away. We have to beat them. All the save is gone. So uh, that is tomorrow, which would already been done and dusted by Monday. So irrelevant. Talking about irrelevant, where are the other two? Shock. Who knows? Shots. M-I-A. M-I-A. I suppose I could say I had a youth intake. Yes. You did have a new yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. news, by the way. We should talk about this. Injury proneness 20. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent <laughs> dribbling. <laughs> have you have you put a bet on uh, now now that she's here? Say future England international or Maltese international. Well, yeah, anyone can get a game for Malta, can't they, Dave? <laughs> hey, <laughs> get her in there. Is there a Maltese yeah. women's team? They're all small and furry, I bet. God knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. There probably is somewhere. Yeah. Probably a motor, somewhere. to be honest, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
Yeah, well, in Malta, the sports are just, you know, I remember when it was the London Olympics and I was watching one of the like 100 metre qualifiers or something and there was the Maltese guy in there and he held the record for 100 metres, 400 metres, long jump and high jump for Malta. And the same bloke and I thought, right. Yeah. <laughs> but this is that His level. Michael Misford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Misford, even. That lad's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sports isn't the strong point in Malta anyway. <laughs> Even more reason to put yeah. a bet on right yeah. now. <laughs> she already, already qualifies and yeah. already is faster than most of them. So she's excellent at dribbling. We'll have her. Excellent. Yeah. Marvellous. We'll move on then to our main thing, which is going to be a fairly long and storied thing because Football Manager have done done a solid and actually <laughs> done a, done and dropped, gone and dropped even, a whole raft of new info, features and all sorts. So since we last spoke about some of our likes and dislikes about the uh, the brief announcements that we've had. Uh, Football Manager have gone and dropped some more in-depth blogs explaining more of the new features uh, at length, uh, including what we did speak about sort of a bit more hypothetically towards the end of last week's pod, which was about the COVID situation, how we thought things may go on from there. But we now have that clarified by Mr. Jacobson himself. I've not listened so, to last week's pod. So what what was your kind of take on COVID? Just obviously if anyone else hasn't listened to last week's one. Yeah, I'm guessing you kind of surmised what you would do in his situation. Yeah, as, as a group, because it was myself, uh, Dave, Matt and Ben, we kind of said that it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult for us to get it spot on, keep everybody happy. Uh, but one thing that we do expect to see is some financial issues because uh, that's such a big thing in the game with the with COVID at the moment. Uh, one thing we did talk about was was fans in the ground. Um, are you, they going to do half the season with them in, half out? And then what happens if that bugs out, you know? Um, but yeah, mainly the consensus was the fact with financial was the, was the biggest thing that we brought up. Yeah, well, we had a bit of a debate about it because I think Ben had obviously put a few tweets about it because I think he was, and I think a lot of people were genuinely intrigued uh, to see to see what they would do. So we sort of just gave our thoughts on what they couldn't and couldn't do. I think it took up a lot more of our time than we expected as well. But I think in the blog today they've answered a, a lot of our questions on it. So it'll be interesting to see what what we all think about it. Yeah, but I think they've they've done a good job at fleshing out much more of the features with these with these blogs that they've dropped. So we'll start off with sort of point number one and kind of work our way through them. So the blog, the first blog they dropped, I think they just dropped them in bulk uh, on the 19th of October, which is the interaction portion, which covers all of the gestures, the, the quick chats, the press conferences and the face-to-face conversations. Uh, so we'll just go around the room, much like we did last week. Obviously, now seeing things a bit more in depth. Joe, I... Obviously, you've seen you've seen bits of these. You, we didn't have your opinions last week, so we'll start with you. How do you think these will change the way how you play the game at all? I think they always do, but then I don't know the longevity of it. Now, I think what they've added is realism, so I think it is really good. And obviously, other than do none of us have played the game yet, so we don't know, you know. How they how they impact the game? Look at him smiling there. He's, he's moving in circles these days. Um, he hasn't really. Um, I just look at things like the press conferences and, and you know that whole list of things that they've released, and I'm kind of going through it and going, it's good and it is realistic, and I think it is a good addition. But will people utilise 
things like that, that press conferencing, you look at it and I think you look at it instantly and you go, that looks fresh, that looks nice and clean, but would you use it still? Because a lot of people just go send assistant, do things like that. And the same with like gestures and that, it's kind of like how many people actually dump player interactions when, you know, someone like Dave will just go send a captain to have that talk. You know, is it something that, you know, you know how they, when they updated training and they, you know, they put all that effort into training and then it was like, well, but, you know, X amount percentage of people don't actually use training. They just get their assistant to do it. So it's kind of like those, uh, There's this is like, you know, this is the entry level features that they're putting in at the moment. We haven't seen anything yet. Um, but these bits kind of feel like they're just new additions to things that, you know, if you want to use them, you can. If you don't, then the assistant is going to be equally as good. Dupes Dupes going mad because Marcus Rashford MBE just scored. MBE, make sure you say it loud and proud. Uh, I'm I'm um I'm guilty, Joe. I'm massively one of those when it comes to interaction. I don't send my captain. I do do my player interaction, but when it comes to press conferences, man, like it's it's been the same for so many games. It's very difficult for me to get excited about doing a press conference. Now I do understand the difference that does can do to for morale, etc., etc. But for me, it's just, oh, it just frustrates me. You go and you sit down, you do exactly the same as a previous week, and you've got you've got to pay attention because it could cause such a swing. However, seeing what I see now, I think I'll be going and doing it first. I'll be going and I'll be doing the, the pre-match um, conferences and all of that jazz probably for about a week, <laughs> and then I'll stop. <laughs> but unless it keeps me, you know, it might be really intriguing, you know, and it might it might want to keep me. But I like the way for me as a as a streamer playing the game anything that makes it look nicer on the eye is a bonus for me if it looks nicer on the eye for me it looks nicer on the eye for the people that are watching all six of them and that's what i was going to say because it's you although you may do your player interactions do you actually do your player interactions or do you know the button to press that will get i know the, button the outcome that you I do want? It. I, so how long I will it take identical. for you to to learn what button to press to just make it have the have the reaction that you want because i think most mm. of us of the four of us here, we all pretty much know how to navigate our way through interactions on FM20. How long will it take you in yeah. FM21? Or you know, has it changed? Because although it might be designed in a different way, um, will the repetitiveness of kind of understanding what buttons to press to get that response will still be there? And the same with the press conferences. It's, it looks good. I like all the um, like the gesture side of it and things like that. Like So you're actually seeing morale and seeing like people's attitudes and things like that. But again, will you know the buttons to press to just get through it rather than actually be an immersive part of the game? Yeah, I think the the press conferences, I think, you know, they add questions every year. But I think it did need a little bit of a shake up, which I think they've obviously tried to achieve, um, try to achieve this, uh, this year. But it will be interesting to see you know, like you say, people probably play it a couple of times or use it a couple of times like they did with training, use it for a week and then, you know, send assistant or whatever. The two things that really I'm quite intrigued to see with that is they made quite a big deal of showing the journalists um, on that beforehand. Are we going to see a little bit more relationships with journalists that ask you questions and, and whatnot? If you're a bit arsy with them, are they going to come to future press conferences and start being arsy and ask you arsy questions? Um, obviously, you get uh, is it your press officer or whatever to like give you a lowdown before the press conference about what is going to be said and so on. 
um, and, and, and what the topics are going to be, which I think we, I'm pretty sure was almost a small feature beforehand anyway. Um, and also for the key matches, I think you could take a key player or your captain for the press conferences. So now are you going to see a player you know, with um, better leadership and so on. Is that going to have more of an effect? Is a player with better leadership going to go to a press conference and be able to say the right things to help rile up your players and and get a good response out of your players? So they're the few things really that I'm quite intrigued to see with press conferences and see if they make much of an effect on the game. You said something at the start there that you didn't imply it, but there's a lot of people that complain about press conferences being boring. Like it's the same questions yeah. over and over again. But press conferences are the same questions over and over again. Yeah, I think and, I think we touched on that last week. Managers do, briefly. yeah, they do say that they are. This, you know, they're, they're adding a line about you know great character and you know they just play all the media spin lines like the same thing over and over again. It's only if you you had the odd kind of Gattuso or Mourinho moment that could kind of spice it up a little bit. But in the main, press conferences are. The same week in and week out, they just talk about the topical stuff and normally get the same answers. So I think I don't really know how you can jazz up a press conference other than how the questions are asked. So that that looks and it does look better. So yeah, hopefully it work. You know, it make that bit a little bit more engaging. Hopefully, yeah. And I think the the interaction thing is is this year's sort of feature that kind of bleeds into all of the other sections that they've updated and so we'll swiftly move on to the the match day changes so that includes the pre-match build-up the team talks the broadcast interviews uh the in-match presentation the animation and graphic improvements as well as xg dave's favorite and post-match no. <laughs> reactions <laughs> so i think that the overall package has been changed and this is very much what it seems to be on the like the, from the that I, or the tone that I've picked up from the blogs, is that it's about more more realism and trying to make it more more of an accurate simulation to help with that immersion. And so I know Dave, you pointed out about the 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 match presentation feeling a lot cleaner. Uh, on on last week's pod, you'd said sort of the you, from because at that point we'd only had the video with and yeah. short snippets and screenshots, and so now it, that that blog has kind of confirmed that the entire like it's the entire match presentation has been updated across the leagues for every single team. I think the whole match experience during the game as well, from some of the clips and stuff I've seen, it looks like. The whole experience for the user, it looks a lot cleaner, a lot easier to use. Um, I've seen what they're saying with the sort of uh, the team sheets at the start. It, it's a bit more, you know, that's what a manager would get at the start of a game. You could change your system before a game as well, which some managers would do. They've looked at their opposition lineup and think, you know what, let's actually yeah, move this around. If they're playing five at the back, why don't we go for it a little bit more and change your formation? So it'll be interesting to see how that's, you know, in, in, implemented into the game. Um, and just the user interface and the graphics and stuff I like it's a lot cleaner going um in into the game like I said the scoreboards and the, the goal graphics and so on but I think it'll be really interesting to see how much changes there are and how much easier it is to use and cleaner to use um for for a user in, in, during the match yeah again I'm gonna a really little point because it, it bugged me when I saw the pictures and I'm gonna I'm, you know we can, we can be positive here I'm gonna be negative a little bit when it comes up with the team sheet, like that's got to be a numerical order, right? Why is it? Why is it in position order on that team sheet? 
That bugs me massively. See, there you go. See, on the, on the flip side, Some there, companies, I hate it yeah. when they put it in number order. Oh, no. You could have your right back like being the last player on the list. That's not right. I'm with you. Have, you have it in positional order. Yeah, but if you yeah. number your fucking numbers right, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, no because, because there is that, that because there, there is no there is no right answer yeah, to that. Doop does his one to eleven on two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I use my cock as well. Brilliant. Like, that's class at ten point five. Why'd you get Dave to help? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, tell you what, I think Joe's better when he's had no sleep. Hello. <laughs> Agro Joe is the best Joe, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> but again, anything, uh, like I say, and I say this a lot, for me, obviously I want it to play well, but anything that looks better as a visual content creator, it makes my life a lot easier. Trying to sell sell the dream to everybody when you, when, when you can see how much nicer it looks to me, world apart, and, and it does look a lot better. Did you like, like the way that... Did you like the skip VAR button? I didn't see it. Is it a thing? No, yeah. I don't know. I was just seeing if he'd... I've been looking. Um, I, I haven't seen it yet, Joe. Fingers crossed. Uh, mate, fingers crossed. But like I said, it, it looks nice. I like the thing at the bottom, uh, with all the detail at the bottom. You see more of the screen. It, it it genuinely looks cleaner. And we, you know, simple things, less clicks. It You know, it, it makes things a little bit easier. I don't know if you had a chance to read the blog because you was streaming and you can't read. Um, there's, <laughs> I read them on stream yesterday, Joe, right? Literally. I'll let you get straight to your point. I read them on stream. I reckon I made about 43 errors while reading. I just glossed over it. He lost 20 viewers whilst, whilst reading it out. Football man. It's the best thing is... Poetry my, corner with dude. My son's four. He's just started school and he's coming home with all these sound out books. So all you see is me and, me and my boy sat there and the missus sat the other side teaching us how to fucking do it. Dog. Dog. Okay, there we go. Um, there's a, there was a bit that said about dugout view. Um, not for like viewing from the dugout. Well, they might that might be in there, but just kind of you know how you now can have like an iPad in your technical area or, or like on the bench. It seems like you're going to be able to have those statistics kind of in a dugout view. So if you've got a good analyst and stuff, you might get a lot more kind of information in that dugout view kind of overlay. Again, anything that looks nice, I'm all over that. I might, I don't know if I'm imagining it, but I'm sure I saw a clip or a screenshot of like a team or the subs bench come up at the bottom of the match yeah, yeah, engine as right. well. Yeah, that that's the sort of thing that I think like like Doob saying like as a as a user that wants to stream or broadcast the game, that sort of stuff just looks so much cleaner, and you're still able to to you know I'd assume you can use that you know that lineup at the bottom to make changes and and drag the players and stuff. Well, I was, that just makes I was literally, the game look I, I a saw lot that. I well, watched most of that video whilst I was in the hospital. And I, I think I messaged Doop, or I might put it in the, the podcast group, I can't remember, because I thought that bit with the subs and everything had take, taken the place of the commentary text. Yeah. Yeah, you he said, was, I wonder if it didn't pop up though, didn't it? I literally, because you, you must have had dodgy Wi-Fi, so I literally instantly screenshot us. Like, no, yeah. no, it's still there. Don't panic. Don't panic. Um, yeah. No one's confirmed whether 2 ds still a thing, FYI. Uh, I've not seen any confirmation or that it's gone or confirmation that it's there. But it, I've not seen whether it's there. After That'll the, still uh, be there. After the uproar last time, that's got to still be there, surely. Well, the thing yeah. is, I mean, Joe, you're, I mean, I use my Surface Pro quite a lot and I, I have a different save on my Surface Pro and I don't want to play 
3D. It literally turns it into a fucking microwave. So <laughs> I want to play 2D. So nah, get, it'll, get it'll be a thing. In 2D and I'm happy. The only reason we haven't seen it, yeah. The only reason we haven't seen it is because I don't think it'll be that. Like people don't want to see that on clips today, so yeah, it'll still be there. That's not big enough to class as a feature. Nah, nah. The, the class media description for goalkeepers a feature, Dave. So come that, on. Right, that, that, was, that, wasn't just, that wasn't just any goalkeeper. Though. That was Ben Foster, and you know, yeah. social media, social yeah. media manager, Watford fan, you know. Miles FC, but they had <laughs> yeah they had two D and then they had remember they they broke it into two didn't they two D classic and then the other two D but I like the other two D it seemed a lot smoother but then they got rid of it no, so someone else that two Ds same yeah, same <laughs> <laughs> oh dear man. yeah yikes <laughs> uh, well moving on to recruitment then. <laughs> This is big for me, Matt. I'll, I'll take over as you laugh at that. This is massive for me. And I, I've said this from the start. Recruitment, recruitment, recruitment. For me, I love, I love building the team. Uh, most, you know, if I want to play football, or, you know, football manager for me is all about the squad building, building that, that, that team. And the fact that what they've done here, I really like. The one few things I don't like, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to be open about this, the recruitment meeting only happens twice a year, about a month before the windows open. I feel that a follow-up meeting would be would be good midway through the midway through the the window maybe. Put it on say the forum. how we getting on. Sorry. Right on the forum. It's already on the forum. Um, oh, just see you. I've put it on there. Have you? Link it. I'm an active member in my community. I'll link it now. Running. I'll link it. <laughs> Let me just do finish it, before you. I'll link it. <laughs> What's your username at community.sigames.com? Uh, it's twitch.tv. Uh, Twitch.tv <laughs> slash dupe. I think it is. Just like my Reddit. Anyway, Matt, I'll get back onto the real point. Um, you know, things like that. I, I, I feel that recruitment is where I spend most of my time fixing the squad that I've got. So the realistic market, I think, is I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see people not come and try and buy a player for half its value or non-negotiable values and realistically see these these transfers throughout. I think that's something they can massively improve on. Not massively keen on the agent interaction, but I've not seen a huge amount about that. But there's a lot to come from recruitment, and and I love it. I'm pumped. I'm hyped. Well, I'm sure we'll... Yes, sorry. Um, hmm. I'm sure we'll obviously touch more on the, the window and stuff when we talk a bit more about COVID, but I, f I wouldn't be surprised to see more teams send lower offers, though, Duke, to be fair. Like, it's said, Miles said in his blog, that's, that's what you know, a lot say, more. Yeah. The realistic a transfers more team... is more, it's not about them offering the right money. It's about build the kind of deals that we've seen where it's Finances. Loan, yeah. loan players to buy, like like the um, Ben Rama deal to West Ham, where it's like they're paying yeah. initial fee and then it's with a, a, a guaranteed option to buy at the end of well, the season thing. Just a mandatory fee. I didn't know you signed him on that, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of that in in the summer. There's been loads of uh, deals like that. Is that because of COVID or is that because that's the way football's going now? I, th I think Probably it's a bit because both, people, to be fair. Basically, what in, with like football finance and that, and, I, and I, I don't know, obviously, the ins and outs <laughs> of what SI have done, but what uh, what happens a lot, you know, look at the like, all the TV money, yeah? So you know when you get your TV money in, that's a big money, like, especially with Premier League stuff, it's big money. And what a lot of clubs do is they go, right, so we're in... October now, they know that in, say, May, they're going to get the next lot of TV money of, like, 90 million. But the transfer window is, like, September, October now, like, 2020. And what they'll do is they'll go to a bank or wherever and say, look, yeah. we're going to get this money coming in. Can we have it now? And obviously then we'll basically pay you back when that money comes in. 
and where obviously the clubs with the TV money have done that when obviously COVID hit and the TV company, the, obviously the Premier League and places like that, they couldn't, they weren't playing matches. They've had to pay back a massive amount. I think it's like 300 million or something like that in total back to the broadcasters because they couldn't fulfill the fixtures. So obviously that money, they're doing it staged, so it's not going to have like a massive impact. But obviously then having no fans in the ground, having to pay that back, if they've been kind of, you know, doing a dupe and, you know, buying massively up front and paying it on the never-never, then they're going to need like a season to catch that back up. So that's that's the kind of deals. I literally was listening to something earlier and they were talking about Craig Dawson to West Ham. And it was interesting that they were actually he had he was on a three year deal with Watford still, and West Ham were offering him a two year deal to purchase, but because of the social media kind of beef around signing someone that had been relegated twice, West Ham have actually done it. They've they've done a paid loan move, and it was based a lot on the social media reaction that they didn't want that transfer to happen. As a as an actual transfer, they've done it as a loan deal, so they've actually paid like they've just paid a loan fee to have him for one season with the option of two. It's just it's mad like that's like the new, you know, how they're doing transfers because it's a social media is really important to kind of marketing and stuff. They go, whoa, 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 if we've got all this backlash about signing this player who like a couple of seasons ago was really highly rated, wanted by loads of clubs, and because he's been relegated with Watford, and they go, oh, he's been relegated from Watford and from West Brom. He's, his stock is now not worth anything. Why are we trying to sign him on on a big contract? You know, so they've they've changed the way that transfer has been been built in. Same with um, Ben Rama. So I think when Miles like when reading those blogs about the transfer, they've said a lot about realistic transfers being more like that. That you're going to have more deals being done rather than just outright transfer fees. Yeah, I think like like you say, there's a lot of clubs that. Um... A lot of clubs that do that. I know Wolves borrow money from a bank, a big bank in Australia, and, Portugal. and like you say, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Portugal. Portugal. Um, it's, it's quite. A but yeah, what, that Australian one's popular, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like you say, it's because of TV money, and once that comes in, obviously, it's just to help clubs with operational costs and stuff like that, and, and that is that happens quite a lot. Um, but you, you see it a lot in game Italian clubs predominantly that do loans to loans to buy, and it's like with Italy, they don't get the big TV money pumped in throughout the season. They have to wait until the summer when they can sell players or so on. And that's why you'll get annoyed sometimes. It's your key players on Football Manager currently where you'll see them putting a loan bid with either an optional or mandatory fee. But it sounds like that's going to happen a a lot more this year. Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things develop really on that. I think Bournemouth were another one who did very, very much did the whole get the money before they they make the transfer so they can make the transfers with the money they don't have yet and that's why they've gone ahead and had like aside from players wanting to still play in the Premier League like uh, Callum Wilson uh, and then obviously Ryan Fraser not re-signing but they've needed the money to to cover that shortfall having been relegated so that kind of scuppers their entire model I think uh, Atletico Madrid are also another one that use this quite frequently as well because I think it was the Carrasco transfer when he went he went over to oh, China, China he went yeah. to uh, for crazy amounts of money and that was purely to pay for that because there was a shortfall somewhere else. I've read a blog I think it was probably Price Football Joao or Felix like as well that. they had to loan yeah. a lot of that money didn't they as well yeah it was so there's there's a lot of a lot of bizarre shit going on like now that it's like you compare it to sort of 
what 20 years ago when it's just <laughs> when when the transfer fees were much more modest but also when it maybe there was this sort of stuff going on but it it the finance the the way deals were structured just weren't as intricate as they are now i fucking love football finance it's so oh. interesting like how they do stuff and like the back end of how football manager doing it i reckon they just they get involved in some seriously good stuff but just move going on to the agent interaction where you were saying about not really feeling that dupe. Before they'd released that blog, I had an idea. You know where we, you know where we do the five teams to manage different types of games to play and stuff. I actually oh, just to tap up. Well, no, it was actually <laughs> a bit of Dave that I had in mind, and a bit of kind of West Ham with how they do it as well. Obviously, you've got Wolves with George Mendes, and West Ham do a lot with uh, Will Salthouse. And I was thinking, imagine if one of your challenges was basically to just use one agent. So you can Oof. go onto that agent and their list of players and then you build up that reputation, obviously, of dealing with them. And kind of that's your challenge, that. that you only sign so players that, that, that agent that, that agent has got. And I was like, and then they that. released that about agent interaction. I was like, oh, this, this could have some momentum here. So exclusive there, that probably will never, no, it will come out at some point. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was, I, I was kind of thinking it's, it's something it's different, isn't it, to try and just stick can to one. You can only buy off one agent. And it, yeah, yeah. it come off, because it was actually on a West Ham podcast, and he said the best way to become a West Ham player is just become a Will Salthouse player. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Will, just become a, a George, yeah, George Mendes player. Dave Will save incoming. Obviously, the actual agents aren't in the game, are they? So it's, it's fictitious nah. agents in the game, but they still have. You know, like normally, if you say, to, when you used to have that interaction where they would say, um, we recommend second your agent, and normally they would then get signed with another agent that had most of your players. So I think if, oh, right, so okay. you could yeah, maybe manipulate yeah. like all your players going through one agent. And I, I don't know, it's just, it was interesting. It's something you kind of, you'd have to play through just to see if you could do it first. Um, but it was just saying that coming. Gendes. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those ones that was in my head, and I was like, "Oh, that could be interesting." And then they George released that, and I was like, "This has got legs. Yeah. Let's see how it plays yeah. out." I like that idea. That's that'd be good. The the one um the one screenshot that I want to talk about that one manager dropped today as well was uh they did that little thread. They're on about the the signings and how like straight away you can assign them to obviously training focuses and set pieces. Obviously you could do that anyway, but I think it comes up as like quality, the item quality of life. In the news. That is, that's yeah, a good little. It's a quick improvement. The the one thing I noticed on that screenshot, or two things actually, one the skin, the new skin. I know it's only little changes, but it looks really nice. Because it's the dark uh, one though, isn't it, Dave? So I'm no, it's the purple. purple one. Yeah, the purple. You've always been a fan, haven't you? The dark skin. Uh, but the second the second thing that I noticed was on the second line, it mentions Manchester City, and I don't think you know, I don't think that's you know a, a massive issue, but it's interesting that a Premier League non-licensed Premier League team has been mentioned Dave, there. Dave's you know just literally stitched, Dave's just stitched them up. Whoever's done the copy uh, on that is now going to get uh, fired. Cheers, Dave. Well, no, because <laughs> I think one of, one of the features, which <laughs> I don't think they've, on. I don't think they've announced it yet, but I think history will be mentioned a lot more in news, as in former transfers. Like on this one, it was I'm going to butcher his name here, Tom Delhi Bashiru, who's Who? left. I don't know. He's he's left Watford shock to go on loan to Wimbledon shock. But then on the second line, it says Delhi Bashiri, 20, joined Watford from Man City in 2019 for 220k. But I think there's going to be a lot more of that stuff, like uh, in terms of records. Manchester Blue. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen that before. That's it's named an old move. 
I think that you'll see that a lot more with records and stuff do, as well. They, they do they, name they, order, don't they? Because so they, they've, they've also usually got, if, if it's been a player that has uh, like, rarely featured but cost a lot of money for the, the transfer, it costs them a princely Yeah, but that, that move had obviously happened before the game started, if you know what I mean. So I'm surprised because I don't think, I can't recall, I might be wrong, I don't recall seeing an old move like that mentioned in a news item before. I could be wrong though. Have, Maybe. I can't, can't remember. I put my hand up because I forgot one. When I said I love f- football finance, <laughs> I was getting waylaid with the old agent thing. It was exciting me. But I did think <laughs> of something that might be an absolute funder. <laughs> right. I'm writing that agent thing down, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, do a, we'll, do a, we'll do a co-lab, Dave. Yeah, yeah. let's do um, it. It went well last time for you, Dave, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> what about Don't the network, Save Joe? It's fine. It's yeah. the best thing Dave's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not met Lip? <laughs> Compliment. Um, what I was going to say, the, if if there is a Premier League bailout for all of the football league clubs, obviously getting all of that financial information into the game could be a massive pain in the ass, couldn't it? Because obviously if all those clubs are on their arse, and lots of people do start in League 2, League 1 Championship... Obviously, how they implement getting that money into the game, and they will do it because that's what they do. But obviously, people starting saves early doors. If that comes into play, kind of like you know Christmas time, that could impact your save potentially. I suppose it'd be amazing if they could. I guess if imagine if if it took where you were at that time in your save, right? Let's say it happened at Christmas. And they then decide to roll out a patch to, to patch that in, so these teams get support. And this is obviously completely hypothetical. This is not. This isn't. This is my idea, not not anyone else's, right? So, imagine if you are four seasons in with Wimbledon, let's say, and you are now in the Premier League, and or you are in the Championship, sorry, and you are scheduled to get that amount of money. I wonder if you could live patch into your live save that you got now. I'd imagine licensing may be an issue. Mm, but like it takes where you are in the in the pyramid and like championship teams would have got yeah. X amount. So you're in the championship, you're getting X amount. I don't know. It just... I'd imagine they've done obviously lots of hotfix stuff, didn't they? But it's just, I think doing the actual, because fo- it will just be a balance, won't it? It's not, the, all you're going to do, your balance will be increased. Mm. Um, if, there, if there's a bailout at the moment, obviously they've not agreed to anything. But if and when that comes, that's going to, impact you know that'll be a, oh you might need to start a new game for this to take effect mm. maybe i do think they tend to try and steer steer away from those things it doesn't mean it won't happen though obviously if they're trying to have things as uh, accurate as possible so we've got a few more things on our agenda before we get onto our quiz um so end of season we did cover on last week's pod about the confetti cannons, and hopefully that they will uh, <laughs> cover the entirety of the pitch, not just one half this time. Dave, Dave have you put it into um, have you put it into your notes that you're not allowed fireworks at the Molyneux? Sorry, <laughs> at, at Molyneux. Yeah, uh, they started doing those a, a couple of years ago. Obviously, they had the whole incident what like 15 years ago when it hit that woman in the face. Uh, they started doing them again, and the same thing happened where they fired into the top of a stand. So obviously now they're not doing anything. They've got these like fire boxes that blow, you know, fire in the air and all that. But yeah, fireworks are 
are not a thing. But that'd be pretty cool to see on FM, actually. Yeah. But one one of the things I did notice from from the blog about the end of season stuff is that you have like the entirety of the the walk up with the yes. medal collection yeah. and everything like yeah, it's that. Cool. So it's got that on there, yeah. That's sick. So it does right. sound like it's uh, it's a lot more extended and a lot more realistic in comparison to what it has been like. Um, Joe, you've put a sort of a, a semi question about about end of season review and will it help content creation? But it was only because obviously there is a bit, isn't there? Like it's got best goal and all, all the little bits like that. And I just wondered if if it's easy to kind of go back and do it. Is that something that can would aid content creators? You know, especially if you're a streamer and you, you get to that, that's something that you could literally spend. Obviously, I don't, I don't know how much is involved in it yet, but you could just go through that and play all those bits as like a recap. Similarly, if you was on YouTube, obviously it's you haven't got to go back and find it all or do anything. Like that. It's mm. all there, ready to go. So it was just something I didn't know. If, you know, they there is not a lot made of your end of season achievements other than normally kind of one or two inbox items. So just goal like, of, yeah, like yeah. goal of the season maybe. Yeah. Is I just wondered if it I'll just made it made it a little bit. You know, again, it's all the the quality of life stuff, isn't it? That just make it at your fingertips mm. rather than having to go and find it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, and I think I know when Ben was on here and when we spoke to him, Ben wasn't overly impressed with that feature. But I think for sort of in terms of content creation, um, if you're a streamer, you want to do a, say, a season recap on YouTube, like you say, if you're able to obviously watch it and then possibly replay it again because it looks like it's some sort of animation that pops up on the screen. I think that'd be a really cool feature. But I like, I like the look of that. I think you know, like you say quality of life makes things look a bit cleaner and makes things look a little bit better on the screen and puts it all in one place again so yeah I am looking forward to seeing how that uh, how that comes together yeah I think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting hopefully because it does does say there'll be like sort of multiple clips of various parts of the season so hopefully it'll be a bit more than just like I said goal of the season if you if you happen to get it and what have you um and then obviously COVID-19, now we did speak about this hypothetically, as I've already said, uh, but Miles in a blog that was released today, the 20th of October, said uh, basically outlined exactly how they're going to be using it or, or displaying it in Football Manager 21. So there'll be no injuries for COVID, crowds in games from the start to positively impact the financial impact COVID has on football, there'll be five subs and a transfer system to mimic real life. So as we were sort of saying about in the in the, the recruitment part, there'll be more uh, loan-to-buy type deals, etc. Um, do you think that they have uh, taken the right approach? I know, don't, Dave, you said that so you liked how they've gone about it. Yeah, I, I think they've got it. I think they've got it bang on. Personally, um, I think the only the only question mark for me was regarding the fans. I think I said it on the last pod. Uh, do they bring them in in a certain month? Is it going to be a random month, maybe between November and March or whatever, or, or some in some cases not till next season? Uh, and Miles obviously put it in the blog, which I thought was well written, that they're going to be there from the start. Which I think is fair enough. In a lot of nations around Europe and the world, they are back. They are back in uh, into the grounds in in some sort of capacity. Um, but I think that is to help them with the League One, League Two teams try and get some revenue in early doors. Otherwise, you'll probably see some teams get into financial trouble quite early. So yeah, I, I think the rest of it is. Um, I'm I'm pretty happy with. I think it's what they've done is bang on, really. So yeah, looking forward to seeing. I didn't really want to say looking forward to seeing how it gets on in the game. You know what I mean? Because I don't. 
But yeah, as a, as a as someone that was curious about how they were going to approach it, it will be interesting to see. And I think they've got everything bang on which they they needed to really. There's nothing there that I thought they've missed out quite uh, majorly. So yeah, it looked good. I think they were going to struggle to please everybody, but from what I can see, and in my personal opinion, I think they've pleased a lot of people. I yeah. think um, I think it's exactly the right approach. If it was if it was me doing it, I mean. I, I can't I can't fault it. Let's just put it that I can't fault it. It's, it's an incredibly difficult position to be put in. Um, it's completely out of their hands. And I think it was going to be very, very difficult to get it right. But I think they've done the best that they could and they've got it as close as you can to being right without causing any future problems, in my opinion. Like we said, it mentioned last week about the fans coming in mid-season. What happens if they don't come in? It's a bug. It, it fucks your save up. So... I, I, you know, I back him on that. GG, great work. I think also that, uh, well, Miles has also confirmed one of the things that Ben was sort of querying about whether you can turn it on or whether you can turn it off and having an option to have it or not. And he's confirmed that it's just not feasible because it, it's going to be integral to the entire game. So the amount of uh, energy to be able to actually one put it in place but also to test it to make sure it works and doesn't have negative impacts is just too much for them at this point so they've gone about it one way rather than having a either a scenario based system or having it toggleable which i think is probably the the right way um, to go about it especially with it being a a moving target as it currently stands and that's i kind of thought myself i was like <sighs> They always say about it being a realistic game and I'm like, it is something that is happening. So why not replicate it? And then I thought, you know what? When they said people use it as an escape, you know, that is something yeah. that actually is probably more important than the realism. So I under, obviously I understand that they've, they're, they're going to put the financial impact in the game. They 100% can't have COVID as an injury because how do they pick, you know, with licensing issues and stuff like that, like they can't, Players can't get contract COVID, so it'd have to be new gens. Fingers crossed, by the time new gens are coming in, you know, COVID is over <laughs> and done with, you know, and we've kind of we're through the worst of it. So I'm kind of I'm kind of alright with it. Fans being in or out of the ground, to be fair, it's a computer game at the end of the day. It's just have the fans in there. It doesn't really make a difference, and at the end of the day, if people are using it, using it to escape, just make it as realistic as possible. I think having the fans in there to generate an income, you know, potentially, if you if you're playing in England, and a lot of people play obviously all around the world, so impact everything differently. But if you imagine just League Two and League One, you know, you could have 48 clubs potentially going out of business very quickly. The yeah. way the way the yeah. football manager model works, you know, yeah. because it, it it doesn't take into effect, you know some of the outside influences that might happen, like, as we say, like a Premier League bailout, they can't build that into a game. They, you know, they could potentially say no club could, could go bankrupt. I'm sure they could write something in there. But again, you're moving that realism away again because you're adding something in that you don't know is going to happen. So I think it makes sense to kind of keep the game going rather than how depressing would it be if you're playing a save and like, League One and League Two teams all just go like into financial <laughs> ruin, and it it just you know literally ruins your game, doesn't it? Well, I mean, that's pretty much what what Mars has said, really, about like you said about the escapism, but also the 
Uh, the game has been hard coded to not allow a club to go bankrupt for a long time. Mm. Like the mo- the worst it'll be is you just go into multiple administrations, but you'll never cease to exist because it's just not a mechanic that they can have. And I'd imagine there's also potential the licensing, licensing yeah. issues, yeah. issues with that as well. Is that <laughs> it's probably more more of an issue. Um, so obviously, if you then. I guess the knock-on impact of not having fans in any ground, especially the further down the pyramid you go, is that you'll basically have everyone on minus twelve, minus twenty-four points, <laughs> and the, and you'll get teams winning it with minus two or something. It's not it fair on those two fans situation. at Blackburn Olympic. Like you say, though, like, to rewind a little bit, and we were talking about transfers, like you say, though, there are going to be those number of clubs that are going to start struggling with money. And I think Miles said on the blog, like with the, uh, the dynamic transfer window, you're going to get clubs trying now to sell almost their key players just to get that little bit of money. And you're going to find players that may be worth £1 million that you're able to get for 500 grand because clubs are getting desperate for money. And that's why I think the transfer window, especially the first couple of years, is going to be really, really interesting to see that you could find a two or three really good bargains on there. Um, so it'll be intriguing to see how, how that gets on and, and what sort of players people can get. You know, we, we sometimes see the same players transfer listed or people buying the same players every time. Saying that maybe over the last year or so, I think people have started to build different squads. It's not like you see the same Wonder Kid eleven every 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 save these days. So, uh, but I think that will be a really intri- intriguing feature. But I think ASI and Miles have done well. They've done a curty. They've sat on the fence and sort of pleased. You know, <laughs> they've pleased. Uh, they've pleased both parties really because I think they've, they've got the balance spot on really. But obviously, the only thing we haven't brought up is the old fist pump. No, what is it? Elbow tap and handshake or whatever it is. Elbow bump or handshake, which yeah. Miles does have a a, a vote on his. That's Twitter pretty cool thing. though. I, I must say the interaction thing. Yeah, I, I yeah, like that. But- Obviously, that that vote will decide which one goes in and which one doesn't. Um, I think there should be about 24 hours left by the time this pod comes out. So uh, we will drop the link for that particular... Where are we going, boys? Handshake I've done handshake. I've done handshake. I'm going handshake, I think. I've done handshake. I went handshake as well. Well, just to make you all aware, what's winning at the moment? Handshake is winning by 64% of the votes. It's still pretty close, though. It's still fairly tight, though. If it was a fist bump, I probably would have gone fist bump. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. If, if it... Elbow, literally. Just try and lick your elbow now, Dave. <laughs> yeah, He's actually done. But yeah, I think I think the the way that they've they've dealt with these little feature dumps and then sort of built on what they've dropped has been very good and easily easy to consume as well so it's uh it's been this nice is this is the tidbits matt this is the tidbit this is the stuff that is changed but it's it's not the meat this is the vegetables this is like we've got the meat and the yorkshire pudding still to come oh yeah oh yeah there there, there have been a couple of, that they did uh football manager did drop a a little a little thread that dave has already referred to with yeah. the with the uh bits for the like when you introduce new signings and the sort of assigning them training as that as soon as they join but the other things that it's all just little quality of life things and i think it just makes you appreciate and i think we've said about this in the past about when you go back to play older versions you think wow this this looks and feels old not necessarily the match engine but the just the the general ui of the game feels older and so each iteration i think when you go back it makes you appreciate it and i think 
I think much like from 20 to 19, I think when we go back to 19 now, we think, wow, this feels quite quite dated in comparison. I think we'll be the same once we get our, hand, our hands on, on FM21 that we'll feel the same about FM20, just with how the how we interact with the UI as well as uh, the, the little things like the wording of... One of the particular things that I, I picked out was the wording of... of or the little help... help or hit, uh, tool tip hints for width when it comes to the tactical play yeah. Yeah. it actually explains better how it or what your team is going to do when you select a particular option uh, and j- just little things like that is just it helps with the immersion and whether it actually does what it says it does well that's that's down to the match engine's interpretation of what you're pressing but at least it helps you feel like you're being more of a football manager which is ultimately what all of us want anyway dupe is busy stuffing his face but uh it's it's quiz time so he's about to stop questions i'm about to regurgitate to you lot what flavor did you go with by the way um premier league (laughs) i mean pizza you chief uh barbecue chicken texan barbecue yeah i don't know nice choice nice choice oh naughty it may be good, it may be poop, but one thing's for certain, it's a quiz from Doop. Okay, so, very easy, very quickly, I'm going to give you 12 minutes, because that works Sorry, out. Just, be, just before you say that, other pizzas are available. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Domino's? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely Domino's. Well, you know, I think Pizza Hut or Papa John's. I don't have any of them near any me. Any of them, yeah, I think they all need, we need to try one of each, I think. Okay. My Miami Fish Bar in Bilston. Well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll give <laughs> oh. a rating after this, and then the one of you can order one next week. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to give you 12 minutes on a clock, and it's you three together, your beautiful minds. And I'm going to ask you a very simple question. There's 46 people that names I want you to get. Can you name everyone who has both played and managed in the Premier League? It's a simple question, yet... It could be quite tricky. So I'm going to give you 12 minutes on the clock. You can just, just shout them out. I'm Just so we get it. So like Steve Bruce has played and managed. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Steve Bruce. Alex Ferguson Heads. never managed. <laughs> never played in the league, but he managed. Okay, oh, so yeah. 12 minutes start. Now shout them out. Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce is correct. <laughs> Frank Lampard. Lamps is correct. Fat Frank. Gunnar Solskjaer. Solskjaer is correct with Cardiff and United. Henningberg? Henningberg is not sure if it was not correct. Champion Blackburn and Champion. Paul Ince. Paul Ince is correct with Blackburn he managed. Mark Hughes. Hughes he managed uh, a a massive amount of teams. I'm not gonna go through them. Gianluca Viali. Viali is correct. Rude Hullet. Hullet is correct. Glenn Hoddle. Di Matteo. Hoddle is correct. Di Matteo. Sorry? Di Matteo. Di Matteo. Di Matteo is correct. Slavon Bilic. Bilic. Matt, you're cheating. It's correct. <laughs> Ian Dowie. Dowie is... He wasn't a manager, correct. was he? he was, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Paolo Di Canio. Paolo was correct. He, played, he managed at Sunderland. Darren Moore. Sorry? Darren Moore. Who? Is... Darren Moore. Incorrect. Oh, yeah. uh, no, it's championship. Managed at Albion. Yeah, managed Albion before, managed before Albion. they went down. Before they went play? down, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for Watford. 
It's not on my list. Oh, okay. It might have been Caretaker, to be fair. I'd assume they might not be on there. Mate, maybe, maybe, yeah. Dave. Um, my list yeah. is final. Um, sorry. Sean Dyche. <laughs> Sean Dyche is... I've seen his name. Is incorrect. Um, Di Matteo? Di Matteo has been said. Is, say uh, De Canya. De Canya has been said. Yeah. Bloody hell. I can start to give clues when you want clues, so I can tell you who they played with. Arteta. Arteta. Mikel Arteta is absolutely correct. Let's try and think of the, any current ones. Ten minutes remaining, so you're doing well. You're doing well. You're just you're 46 total. You've got 40 left. Don't panic. <laughs> You've done a lot more than that. Okay, I'm going to start giving you some clues. So first one, played at Arsenal, managed at Portsmouth. Saul Campbell. T Tony Adams. Tony, Tony Adams, Adams is yeah. correct. Um, I'm just gonna sneak some in every now and then when you start getting quiet. Alan no, Shearer. Alan Shearer is what correct. Is Ooh. I don't know someone like Chris Coleman on there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah should be. Good chat, yeah. Chris Coleman is not sure. Correct. Yeah, managed, uh, played played at Palace and Blackburn and managed S at Fulham. Stuart Pierce. Stuart Pierce. Scott Parker. It's so annoying. Yeah. Scotty Parker is correct. Stuart Pierce is also correct. Gareth Southgate. Southgate is correct. Um, Obviously managed Middlesbrough. Trying to think of those teams like in the championship. They had a few players, didn't they? Played at Nottingham um, Forest and Manchester United. Managed Sunderland. Roy Keane. Roy Keane is correct. I was going to say Keane, but I didn't think he'd managed in the two answers. I'm giving you two so far. Well, two clues, let's say. Um, How many have we got so far, Dupe? He's 20. 20. You've got 26 remaining. Fuck. You're doing good. There's going to be obvious Ian Holloway. ones we're missing here. Ian Holloway is oh, correct. Shout. 21, you're done. Oh, no, I was going to say Ray Wilkins. Did we say Shearer? Ray Wilkins is correct. Shearer is correct. Yeah, said Shearer, yeah. He's been already been said. Yeah, Ray Wilkins I think there's going to be... QPR, played at QPR. Oh, he's player manager, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. There's going to be older managers as well, because we've got to think, it's almost like 30 years ago now, isn't it? Uh, Just 20, 30 years ago. So, yeah, 30 years. Okay, um, give you another one. Played at for Chelsea, Ooh. managed... Go on, Joe. No, go on, go on. Managed West Brom. Uh, Steve Clark. Steve, Steve Clark. Clark. Of, course, yeah. of course, you would know the uh, West Brom one. What um, you've done? Gordon Strachan. Gordon Strachan is correct. Leeds Coventry oh, yeah. managed Coventry as well. It's twenty-four. Over halfway down. Uh, what's his name that used to coach United? Ricky Sabrazia. Yeah. yeah. He didn't play though. I don't think. No, nah, I'm just trying to but think. Think of... about people that involved in Manchester United, yeah. Dave. Managed, uh, played United, managed Hull. Phil Brown? No. Oh, Phil Brown, um, that's not him, but he's also not on the list. <laughs> uh, managed Hull? Managed Steve Hull. Bruce. Steve Bruce oh, has already sense. been done. Played for Manchester United and managed oh, Hull. Mickey... That was the only... No, no, yeah. Mickey Feeling. Feeling. Mike Feeling. Mike, Mike Feeling, yeah. yeah. Was he same as, I thought he was going to be late. the Premier League, yeah. We did, yeah. yeah so I thought he was 86-ish. Uh, Mullen, Mullenstein didn't play in the Premier League. Sorry? Rene Mullen. No. No, no, no. There's still some current managers in the Premier League. There's one current manager you've not got. <laughs> what? 
Um, there's a couple of recently sacked managers. There's a couple you're gonna you already struggle with. Uh, here's one for you, Joe. Played for Chelsea, managed West Ham. You've got six minutes remaining. So you're just over halfway. Trying to time. think of that. You've trying to think that current one. Bags of time. I'll give you another clue. Leicester played for, managed Manchester City. Delivered in the oh, title Ma that they went Correct. Twenty-seven. It's not Dean Smith, is it? The current one, no? Nope. Manage oh, Eddie Black. Howe. Eddie Howe is incorrect. He's gone, he? Recently. I thought uh, he played in the Premier League, Matt, to be fair. I've just, yeah, I thought he was I a Portsmouth. I snapped at that but... saying incorrect. But, okay, uh, managed Black... Uh, sorry, played for Blackburn, Spurs and Portsmouth, but managed Spurs and Aston Villa. And director of football at Swindon Town. Oh, you told us about this before. Who is it? That's why I told you about him. Oh, Sherwood. Sherwood, correct. 28 uh, done. And you have exactly five and a half minutes remaining. We have enough time. Okay, we're going to start from the top left now. Uh, these are in alphabetical order now, okay? Surname alphabetical, so gives you a clue. Southampton he played for, managed Leicester. P uh, Pearson. Pearson is correct. That's not the answer I was looking for. He is correct. 29. Start with an A, no? Starts with an A, correct? Yeah. This is a tough quiz. I don't know. Uh, are these surnames? Appleton. Appleton starts with an A, yes. Mickey Adams. Mickey, Nick, Mickey Adams is correct. Is that what you is said? Is Appleton there? on there as well? I can't hear you, mate. Sorry. Appleton. No, he's not on there, mate. Yeah. Next one. Managed and played for Bolton. Also managed Burnley. Law, no? Brian Laws. Brian yeah. Laws played for Forest, managed Burnley, so that is correct, but that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> okay, um, the current manager played for Southampton and plays for a South Coast team. And manages a South Coast team. Kind of below London. M23. Brighton. Hewton. No, um, Potter. Potter. Potter, yeah. Is the current yeah. manager this remaining? Ah, oh, Chocolado's not one, is he? Chocolado is not one. <laughs> you're you're fine. I wouldn't have included him if he was. Okay, we're gonna need some quick fire. We've got four minutes. So Arsenal Leeds, he played for managed Leeds and Villa. O'Leary. O'Leary is correct. I was gonna say. Southampton and Swansea, then he managed Swansea. Martinez. Martinez, yeah. Martinez is not on my list. No, I was thinking oh. him earlier. Uh, say it again. Uh, played for Southampton and Swansea, then managed Swansea. See, Swansea, what? Gary Monk? Brenda... Gary oh, Monk yeah, is Gary right. Monk, yeah. 34 is what we're on at the moment. Norwich, he played for, then he managed West Brom and Bolton. Ginger fucker. Oh, oh Megson. Neil Lennon. Sorry? Megson. Megson is correct. Who did you say? Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon, I said. Neil Lennon is not on my he's list. Not, no, he's... We've got 11 he's remaining. Crack on Bolton. Him, Played for Bolton. Managed Burnley and Bolton. Burnley and Bolton. Oh, no. Owen Coyle. Oh, Owen Coyle is correct. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> Played for Arsenal. Then managed Aston Villa. 10 remaining. Sorry, who was that? So Arsenal. 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 Managed Villa. Arsenal managed Aston Villa. Villa. Recently. Whilst you're thinking about that one. Yeah, whilst you're thinking about that one. Chelsea, 
played for Chelsea, then managed Fulham in the Premier League. Two and a half minutes. We still have time. Do not panic. I'm going to give you another one. Played for Chelsea and Spurs, then managed Sunderland. This is an easier one. Got sacked live on TV. Oh, um, Poirier. Poirier is correct. Man City and Southampton, then he managed Man City, Sunderland and Leeds. Oh, Leeds. Oh, man. That's before me. Peter Reid. Peter Reid is correct. Played for Manchester United and Middlesbrough, then managed Middlesbrough and West Brom. Legend at United. Uh, Robson. Robson is correct. Played for Wimbledon and Swindon, then managed Fulham. Seven remaining. We have a minute 40. <sighs> managed Fulham. Scored a, I think he scored like a winning FA Cup goal for Wimbledon. Laurie Sanchez. Yes. Did he score yeah. a FA Cup goal? Yes, we had he a, did. We had a quiz he question did. about that. Uh, played for Liverpool, managed Southampton. It's got a very similar name to a, uh, another manager, which I actually thought it was. <laughs> Pochettino or Pellegrini? Pellegrino. I'll let you have that Pellegrino, one. Pellegrino, yeah. <laughs> We're 41, five remaining. So you've still got the Arsenal one. You've still got the Watford. Played for Watford and managed Cardiff. Played for oh, Sheff Malky Mackay. Malky Mackay is correct. Played for Sheffield Wednesday. Managed Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday. Danny oh, Wilson. Danny Wilson, Wilson wanker. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday and <laughs> Leeds he played for managed Norwich oh, oh fucking grey haired bloke uh, Nigel Worthington correct yeah. Chelsea and then West Ham we've got three remaining I cannot think who this is who your West Ham okay, West Ham boys Arsenal and Villa Chelsea Fulham Chelsea, uh, Chelsea West Ham John, give you... it can't be John Gregory for... no it's not I'll give you a clue with the Chelsea one name starts with the last letter of the alphabet Zola oh, is correct. We've got two remaining. Uh, Arsenal then Villa. We've got 20 seconds. Arsenal then Starts Villa. with a G. Surname starts with a G. Remy G. Remy God. Remy God. I'm giving them to you now, chaps. Last one. Chelsea then plays for Fulham with five seconds remaining. Uh, I'm not giving you this one. Slap. We're going to keep ourselves Johanovic. As the buzzer yeah. comes in. I'm going to give you that one, I was thinking who? Because that was I was thinking, I was like, I don't remember him playing in the Premier League. No, there were some of them I don't remember. Like that Pellegrini or Pellegrino, whatever his name is. I don't remember That was tough. That's why I'll let you have that one. I do love these quizzes, though. The collaborative ones are always good fun. I think they are, to be fair, because it means I ain't got to fuck all. No, but the thing is, you do. like with it Because the clues that you go along with, plus the little bits of info along the way. I just wonder the people listening. It's a learning experience. Are they just shouting, going, it's him, it's him. It's a lot easier when there's no pressure. Punch your Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. thank you very much for that, Dupe. No problem. I'm going to eat my pizza now from Domino's Pizza. Marvellous. That does bring episode 166 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod, Twitter account, and WeStreamFM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com, where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week, which includes 
Brian Cooks, or Sock with Brian, as he's probably more commonly known, his player of the year for FM20 blog. So make sure you do check out the description for that one. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most of the popular podcast apps and platforms. The new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.